Welcome to the Yellow Family Podcast with Tom and Michael. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael back for another Yellow Family, the show that, just like trick-or-treating, gets weirder the older you get. <laughs> Perfect way to describe that. Our show, Michael, uh, two adults in their 20s um, just talking about their favourite cartoon show. In our eyes, that's the height of coolness. We've been told by others it's not that cool. Yeah. Halloween's spectacular tonight. Episode 5, almost halfway through our second season. Yep, depending on if we get the dates, the finishing dates right, um, and we haven't messed up the dates like last time. Very true. We're joined by Maddie Rose tonight. She's a radio person and horror fan, all-round good gal as well, um, and there's no single episode of the week today because we're doing the Treehouse of Horrors. Maddie, your favourite Treehouse of Horror is? Treehouse of Horror 5. That's right. And it's all happening over the next hour. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael for the Halloween spooktacular tonight. Joined live in the studio by Miss Maddie Rose. Maddie, thank you so much for joining us tonight. No problem. Thanks for having me. We did originally have a guest for tonight's show called David, who we did plug on last week's show, Tom. We did. We were expecting him. Things came up. Things came up. He couldn't come on. Maddie, thank you so much for coming instead because I know you love horror. I like Uh, Halloween a lot. Perfect way to be spending it. Before we we kick on to the Treehouse of Horror discussion, Tom, we do have an idea for a brand new segment for the show that we we wanted to start. We try and keep it fresh. We try new segments every so often. Yeah. See if they work. New segments are popping up week to week. And what we've realised is... This is week five of uh, what we believe to be an 11-episode season. We're in our second season, which is the final. We're only allowed two. Yeah, we're only allowed two seasons. And we haven't taken advantage of having a radio show enough. We do have a voice. We've got a power (laughs) for those who do listen. And we thought we would air some of our gripes about our week in a brand new segment that we like to call... It's my gripe! It's now or never! Not gonna have a radio show forever! It's it's my gripe where we voice our gripes of of the week that has passed. Tom had a situation come up this week. Okay, going for a walk around the block, just you know, brisk walk. I I had my headphones on. One of my senses was diminished. You know, You're very vulnerable. Yeah, very vulnerable. I have this weird feeling that someone is very very close behind me, like very close, like extremely. Which is not close. what you want when you're walking late at night. So I turn around and there's a woman just right behind me. And I just sort of ignore her. And then she says to me, I'm not following you. <laughs> if, if you're close enough that you have to say, I'm not following you, you have to take a couple of steps back. Yeah, that, that's when you get it. <laughs> Got a similar kind of travel-related gripe. Was driving into my street, had to turn right. Yeah. A pedestrian was cross- crossing the road. Normally, I let them go, let them cross. Do the right them thing, the they've way, got the right. way. Normally, when you do this, they have a hand motion. They'll give you a wave saying, oh, thanks. Thanks, mate. Cheers for letting me go. Yeah. She gave us, she gave me a hand wave. Good. She, but she held up the wave, the hand, for five seconds while she was crossing the road. It's not a wave. <laughs> it's not That's a wave. an aggressive <laughs> stop. I'm walking. Don't run me over, please. That's a gripe. Tom, one more gripe. Just before we, we get on to the business end of the show here. Bef- I don't think this counts as business. Before the show, before we watch the episode of the week, you and I have some kind of formal meeting. Usually involves a lunch, lunch or yep. some kind of meal of sorts. It's business. This, <laughs> this week happened to be sushi. 11.59am, walk right into the sushi time. shop to get my sushi. There's no sushi. There's two California rolls. There's a couple crispy chicken. There's no salmon. There's no tuna. All the mainstays. There's none. Peak time for a sushi shop. 11.30 to 2 p.m. people coming in at 9 to 10.30. Who's coming in at 9 to 10.30? You're not getting a breakfast sushi. Not that I know of. My question <laughs> is, where was all the sushi? And I say to the lady, are there any salmon coming? She looks at me weirdly and says, well, look, I can make one for you if you like. 
And I looked at her and I said, well, yes, I'd, I'd like that. Thank you. And she made it for me. But I just thought they'd have a supply out the back. It, it, it's lunchtime. Put some reserve sushi in the back. <laughs> yeah. Just if it's lunchtime, if you're in a sushi shop or if you're in the sushi industry. If, if you're in the sushi business, if you import raw fish for sushi shops, just tell us when the peak times are for sushi. We want to know. <laughs> Message us in. Facebook.com slash the Yellow Family or Twitter at the Yellow Family. Just let us know why was there no sushi at the sushi shop? At lunchtime. Just a chance to air our gripes of the week, Tom. I think <laughs> I, it's really taken a lot off my chest. Maddie, I guess this is where we usually throw to the guests of the week and ask them, what's your history with The Simpsons as a series? And why did you choose Treehouse of Horror 5 in particular amongst all of the Treehouse of Horrors that are available? Which is, I believe, 27, 27 now. now. Which is pretty excessive. That's, yeah. Well, at least, at least I only had to choose from 27 Treehouse of Horrors and not 600, 600 episodes <laughs> Be- of because Normal a, Simpsons. Because a guest of the week could theoretically choose a Halloween episode not on Halloween, right? Whatever they want. My History of Simpsons is probably like most people my age. It's 90% Bart Celsius Soul, 10% all the other episodes. I don't know what it was. It was just one of those childhoods where like every time at like 6 o'clock when I sat down to watch The Simpsons, it was just Bart Celsius Soul again for the 18th time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I used to watch it a lot as a kid, as I think most people did. That's kind of like me with that yeah. Adam Sandler movie where he adopts the kid. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like that was always on TV, just like Bart Celsius Soul. <laughs> Did you not see Bart Celsius Soul a million times? I feel like everyone has one of those episodes okay. of The Simpsons where they just constantly, whenever they turn on the TV, it just they'll see to be one on. part of it and they'll be like, ah, oh, no, what happens? Yeah. <laughs> no that point. Was, that was it for me. And then we, I had a couple of box sets of the earlier seasons, which we used to read. Like, season one, I was just like, this is... Anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> good, fine. Good purchase. Um, the reason I chose Treehouse of Horror 5 is because, really, it's the only one I could remember before going through them all and being like, oh, yeah. But I mostly just remember The Shining, The Shining section. It's one of the most well-known. It's probably one of the most well-known and probably the highlight of this particular episode. And for the record, we usually do analyse an episode of the week. And in this, this week, we will talk... At in depth a bit about Treehouse of Horror 5, but we're also going to touch on some of the other Treehouse of Horror segment that we've really enjoyed over the years. But Tom, kick us off with the basic episode facts, keeping in mind this is going to be not the Treehouse of Horror 5 facts, but instead the Treehouse of Horror kind of franchise yep. facts here. So just overall, uh, first Treehouse of Horror episode aired October 25th, 1990, in uh, the second season of The Simpsons. So actually the most recent Treehouse of Horror aired, I think it was two weeks ago, on October 16th. And the first one was the one with Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe's Raven. Yep, and um, I think the most recent one was a parody of Yeah, they Hunger had the Hunger Games parody, they brought Frank Grimes back, and it also was the 600th episode of the show. Well, this one as well, October 16th is my birthday, so that's a Maddie fact. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday, Maddie. <laughs> um, but yeah, all the episodes in the Treehouse of Horror, they follow a very similar structure. Um, all have three separate self-contained kind of segments, which usually parody a horror sci-fi movie of some sort. So there's The Shining, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Twilight Zone. They also have a number of trademarks that separate them from other episodes. Have a special opening sequence. They have scary names in the credits. And I think that the intro segments and the outros, they're like the wraparounds for the segments. So there's like a context for why these random segments are occurring. Like in Treehouse of Horror 2, they're all Homer, Bart and Lisa's bad dreams and that kind of thing. Yep, and there's characters such as Kang and Kodos, they're virtually exclusive just to the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, I think they pop up from time to time in the normal episodes, but they really make, like, they're, they're in they're every Treehouse of Horror and they're, they're quite funny as well. And yeah, the episodes, they're a lot more outlandish than normal episodes. They abandon any, like, pretense of being realistic and they kind of work outside the normal running of the show. I think this is... Uni- Simpsons universe. It's probably the most important thing about the Treehouse of Horror episodes because where other cartoons sort of are really liberal with this, like, if you look at, like, Family Guy, 
Sky and South Park, probably the two other big cartoons, they don't ground themselves in reality in the same way that The Simpsons does. Like, The Simpsons really, to, to, the, to the largest extent, grounds itself in the reality of our world. Um, and the Treehouse of Horror episodes just give them an opportunity to bend the rules a bit and be a bit more creative. More supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Which, as yeah. a kid, you don't get as much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they sometimes they, like, die. The characters die. Yeah. I mean, yeah. actually, think... not sometimes. They die a lot, like, in almost every episode. The character so... doesn't, yes. Pretty much every single Treehouse yeah, of Horror so episode. Yeah, so it's kind of just, like, I guess they can just do stuff that they couldn't normally do. Yeah, it's fun. I, I think, and I think that's probably the main part about them, because there's a lot to talk about with the Treehouse of Horror episodes of The Simpsons. It's the Yellow Family here with Tom and Michael. I miss you. Blink-182. Oh, it's Tom and, Michael. <laughs> it's Tom and Michael's Yellow Family here on Zoom 90.7. It's our Halloween spooktacular, talking all things Treehouse of Horror 5 and all the other Treehouse of Horrors, our favourite segments and whatnot. Tom, you you love your facts. You love I your... Chuck them in you, every you, now and then. I, I asked you to do one thing for the show. Get some facts. I do it well. You do it, you do it every week and you do it well. What have you got for us this week? Pretty much what we were talking about before, Anything Goes episode. While The Simpsons, they don't usually bother about continuity in the show, but in the Treehouse of Horror episodes, they kill off characters. Um, so yeah, it is really non-canon and it's operating outside of The Simpsons universe. Yeah, and I think there is one thing worth mentioning here about the Halloween episodes that... A few seasons ago, I think it was season 27, they did an episode called Halloween of Horror, which was the only Halloween-themed episode that wasn't a Treehouse of Horror one, which, uh, when we had Mitch and Dando from Four Finger Discount on, Mitch said that this is probably one of his favourite episodes from a later season that really holds up, so go check that out. Treehouse of Horror 5, though, it is a very very strong Treehouse of Horror episode. And there are three very, very good segments here. And I guess it all kicks off in this one with The, sh- the Shining. Or The Shining, sorry. The Shining. <laughs> which, is, get sued? <laughs> which is a parody of, of The Shining, like the entire plot and so many references here. And I, it, it's another it's another look at how well The Simpsons does cultural call-outs and, and references and that kind of thing. Have you seen The Shining? I was about before? to say, Maddie, admittedly, Tom and I have never seen that film. You have. So um, talk about it now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I saw, of course, because I, I, got, I, I was young when this Treehouse of Horror, Horror 5 came out. I was even younger when The Shining came out, but I didn't see The Shining until after I saw Treehouse of Horror 5. Like every millennial case. ever, yeah. <laughs> you saw The Simpsons episode before you and read the like, source text. <laughs> like, haha, this is funny. And then like, I went back and like, I watched it, and I was just like, ah, yeah. okay. That's why there's blood coming it's, in yeah. it's a really, elevator. It's a thing we've touched on a lot in this show that, you know, you always see The, the Simpsons episode before yeah. the source. Um, there's an episode called Das Bus, which is based on the the Lord of the Flies. Year, year ten at school, oh, yeah. studying the Lord of the Flies, convinced the teacher to let us watch that in class. Yes, great way to blend the Simpsons into education. Sorry listening? to cut you off. Oh, anyway. no, it's all good. I will say, like, look, like thinking about the two, like the Simpsons does the Shining parody really, really well. Better like, than just, better than the Shining did well, it. <laughs> it is a better parody of the Shining than the Shining. Yeah, um, it just gets hits all those like really key moments, like the hacking through the door and yeah. like you know, which are like really terrifying in the in the movie, but like hilarious in the similar to, to Cape Fear which we looked at it's an, is another thriller slash horror that we looked at a lot earlier in season one in Treehouse of Horror 5 there's a running gag where Willie gets <laughs> stabbed in the back or acts he has a tough the, run yeah, yeah. He, he's constantly <laughs> trying to back. save the day in each segment but every time he gets stabbed yeah, in the Homer back Homer gets or, him in the first one yeah um, Maggie gets him in the second one yeah. and is it Skinner <laughs> that gets him this is indeed a disturbing universe yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like 
that's a really funny take because it's like this. It, it's a it's a callback in the episode itself, which I think yeah. is really good. Some really nice moments here with Mr. Burns as well. He has com- he, he completely doesn't care at all about this this murder house and yeah, like, he, like cutting off the beer supply and the power will make them very much more productive. Yeah, and I think this episode is iconic in the Simpsons kind of paradigm because it's that classic quote of. No TV and no beer make Homer something, something. Go crazy. Don't mind if I do, which is like, <laughs> it, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was less like, I think that's the moment that made me think of this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, like, I used to quote it so much when it was like 10. And the g- give me the bat. Give me yeah. the bat. And like, it's a really disturbing side of Homer. Like, he's maximum psycho in this, and you never really get to see it. I think it is kind of the Simpsons at their best here. Definitely. The way they parody The Shining and add their comedy into it is perfect. Like, how he is like, give it a bat, give it a bat, 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 bat. Yeah. And then he scares himself by looking into the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, I think the thing is, like, The Simpsons works weirdly well as The as the Shining family. Like, it you're does. like, that shouldn't work that well, but it does. <laughs> Moving on from The Shining, you get to Time and Punishment, which is the next segment in Treehouse of Horror 5, where the toaster that can travel through time. It's your typical time travel <laughs> plot. In fact, it's prefaced with Homer saying, just remember what your dad told you on your wedding day, to which Abe says... If you ever travel back in time, make sure you don't step on anything. Which, <laughs> which is brilliant advice. For some reason, is the advice he gave him on his wedding day. Good and advice. Obviously, Homer steps on something and screws everything up. And he keeps going back to these alternate universes, as every time travel plot ever does. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child did this. Like Lots of texts do this exact thing. I think there's a Flintstones reference. There's a world where there's no such thing as donuts, but everything else in Homer's life is perfect. And He's got wealth and a good job. And <laughs> Don't you think that's one of the best moments to show off Homer's character? Yeah. The- <laughs> he, he couldn't live in a world where everything's perfect and there's no donuts. He couldn't have given it a try and fi- found out that it does rain. rain yeah, yeah, like five <laughs> seconds like, later you know, after he leaves. It literally is his it. perfect world, but he just can't do it. And then you get them. I think probably the biggest one is the Flanders being this big brother kind of overworld figure. And um, it, it's kind of like 1984. They- Scraping up. Scraping up people's brains yeah. to make them more complacent. Yeah, and this is like Homer's worst nightmare, where everyone has to dress like Flanders, and, <laughs> and like I think it's really this really dark kind of perception of Flanders as well. Like he's like really evil, but like yeah, still himself. He's still like he's just like still smiling and like saying hadly doodly. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Finally, with Treehouse of Horror Five, get to Nightmare Cafeteria, which like Maddie, you said that it, you didn't really like this one as much as the others. I just the other ones are really strong, and I think like in its own right, it's good, but by the time you get to it, you're like... I, I really feel that this one is very clever. Like, um, <laughs> it has its moments. So, you know, the, the teachers at Springfield Elementary are cooking and eating children <laughs> for lunch. Because detention is getting too full. They don't have good cooking supplies. Yeah, <laughs> and... They accidentally pour some food onto on Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's Another a, sloppy Jimbo. There's a lot of funny gags here, and the best one, and it, it's honestly one of my favourite Simpsons... Lots of my favourite Simpsons moments come from Halloween specials, which is what I found, but the one where Bart and Lisa go and complain to Marge, like, the, the teachers at school are cooking all the kids and eating them, and then Marge just... Well, you're com- 8 and 10 years old. Like, I, can't I can't fight all your battles for you. <laughs> Go up to that school, march up to those teachers and say, don't eat me. But no. <laughs> yeah, no buts. Just that the adults are completely useless in a lot of these episodes. Yeah, again, it's that exact trope, and I think you would never have expected it from Marge. This is the opposite of yeah. what Marge would do, usually. You don't you ex- see it in a number of ways with, like, Chief Wiggum as well. Another Treehouse of Horror, where he's arresting Snake, and he's pointing out all the witnesses. Yeah. And he's like, hell to pay. And he's like, we have all these witnesses. Mo and who is Apu? And don't forget Bart there, hiding in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Krabubble's reading the book, The Joy of Cooking Millhouse, 
which Millhouse sees. And yeah, then one of us could be next. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Was it Tom? Did you mention the fog that turns you inside out, or was it you, Maddie? I mentioned the fog. I, yeah. I completely forgotten about like what episode that was attached to. Because it's nearly its own little thing. There's it so is. many of those moments w- with the Treehouse of Horrors that you're like, was that from that one or was it from a different one? What this is it about really the fog? It's a really concerning thing. Like, as a child, you see these people get turned inside out by this fog and you're like, is this an actual thing? Should I be really scared about this? The fog that turns people <laughs> inside out. Like, you look at the window and they're like, it's seeping in. And then, like, they stand there. And, and then they break into out. song. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's great. Like, the way they turn potentially scared... Because yeah. there were a few moments in Treehouse of Horrors, and we will get to this, that did make me scared as a kid, but they always turned it back around by making it funny at the end and making light of it, um, which I think is really important when your target is children. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um, well, apart from... Treehouse of Horror 5. What are your favourite yeah, Treehouse like, of Horrors There's a lot segments, here. and the individual segments. And I have written them down on the piece of paper in front of us. So <laughs> I did have to say that. I did, <laughs> I, did put some, I did put some key ones down and, and a brief explanation of why I've liked them. There's the devil in Homer Simpson where Homer sells, him, sells his soul for a donut. And <laughs> the scene where he's like, oh, you like donuts, do you? Why don't you have all the donuts in the world in in hell? <laughs> and he just keeps eating them and gets really fat. Hell for him. Yep. Bart Simpson's Dracula, I really liked, which is the one where at the end they all just break character and and go Happy Halloween, everyone, and then they start humming "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." <laughs> and even as a kid, I just thought that was hilarious that they just were seeing. <laughs> is that the one with Mr. Burns as Dracula? And yeah, they go I, to his house. Yeah, and, I think yep. so. And and like. I just thought it was so funny because there's no Halloween song. So what song are they meant to sing on Halloween <laughs> other than Hark the Herald Angels Sing? I think every, one of everyone's favourite ones would have to be Homer 3, which is the 3D Honey one, which cubed. is quite, yep. a, quite a big deal. Quite a big deal, I yeah. think, the 3D animation. Well, that at the end had that real life kind of... Went to the real, real world, life, yeah. And which was yeah. kind of weird watching. They showed this one at IMAX and everything. Like, it was pre- it was a massive deal and... There are so many amazing quotes in, in that segment, um, particularly my f- probably in my top three moments of all time, which is the one where Selma or Patty says, looks like he's disappeared into fat air. It's, <laughs> it's such a simple joke, but it's so funny. And I regularly say this when something goes missing and no one gets it. Like, like It is a very obscure quote. Like, oh, like my mum will be like, where's the phone? I'm like, oh, it looks like it's disappeared into fat air. <laughs> Oh, I love the Friday the 13th yeah, parody. Yeah, Nightmare on Air Green Terrace. Yep, that yeah. one. Um, just because Willie in it. Really? There's so many good moments of Willie in the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, he kind of comes alive in them, very, doesn't he? It's a school meeting. All the parents are there. They're talking about changes to the school, and they're like, Homer's turned up the, yeah. is it, the heating all the way. Willie's getting burnt. Yeah. Should we get fire extinguishers? Nah. nah. Willie's still on fire. And like, and then he bursts into the room and everyone just ignores him. Like, please, Mr. Manhattan has the floor. Yeah. <laughs> really like the attack of the 50-foot eyesores. It's that... Um, all the mascots All the big really mascots big, yeah. come, like up, come to yeah. life. And there's one where it's like... Because Homer's stolen Lard Lad's big donut. donut. Yeah. <laughs> which is just such a crazy concept. Yeah. And there's a mu- there's always musical numbers at the end of these, which I love. Dial Z for zombies. Great, great episode. Dad, you <laughs> killed zombie Flanders? <laughs> he was, was a zombie. zombie. <laughs> There's another one I love, which is The Thing and I. The one where Bart has the identical twin, Hugo, who was supposedly evil. When I was a kid, one of the things I didn't realise about the Treehouse of Horrors was that they weren't canon. Like, <laughs> and I was like, if Bart had a twin the whole time, that ruins yep. everything. And it really annoyed me. And Every I al- time they went up to the attic. And I also loved the pigeon rat quote where he stapled <laughs> a, a pigeon pi- Yeah, I made a pigeon rat. Um, the stretch dude and clobber girl one where Bart and Lisa become superheroes is amazing. And Lucy Lawless is in it, dressed as Xena. And they at the end, she flies them to safety. Lisa goes, wait a minute, Xena can't fly. And, and she just goes, I'm not Xena, I'm Lucy Lawless. <laughs> 
Yeah, all of these segments, there are a lot of ones that are really scary. Yeah, absolutely. Like, for children, they are quite threatening, in are, a way. Are there any that can come to mind that scared you when you were younger? It was the, it was the one with the gremlin. Terror at five oh, and a half feet. Have, yeah. I know I all just, the names. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just remember, like... This is a gremlin, which is really scary. Yeah. The one that really... Uh, oh, Tom, do you want to say your one? My one... It was the one with Snake, the one I was talking about, Hell to Pay. Yeah. Where Snake's hair, after Snake gets electrocuted, gets the electric chair and dies, his hair is transplanted onto Homer, and somehow his hair controls Homer's body. Yeah. His hair's evil. It does. <laughs> Duh. And he just goes around killing... That was quite a scary one, actually. I do remember being scared of that. The one that honestly creeped me out so much as a kid was the raven because it was so like darkly different and it wasn't scary it wasn't wasn't, straight up scary and it wasn't really even a parody yeah it was just homer yeah it was just based on the poem (laughs) and like it was just so different and i remember being really creeped out by it and there's that little bit where where bart says to lisa lisa that wasn't scary at all and lisa goes oh it was written like ages ago and maybe people were easier to scare then and i but i was really scared by it and i felt really really stupid but with all these scares they do like put their own comedy into it like with clown without pity the one where there's an evil crusty doll yeah oh. it's like homer's getting chased around the house by this small clown doll yeah like with a knife it's like Marge, the doll's trying to kill me and the toaster's laughing at me. Just a great quote. (laughs) And the Froget scene in that is is one of the best Simpsons scenes. Finally, I wanted to just quickly mention WizKids, which was the Harry Potter one that that came out (laughs) just as Harry Potter was becoming a thing. And aside from... Yeah, aside from... Mr. Burns being called Lord Monty Mort and having Smithers as a snake. Nothing about it was remotely to do with Harry Potter. I think it had Harry Potter in it. Yeah, Harry Potter was in it, but he didn't even look like Harry Potter. Like, Harry Potter was, like, just on the border of being the next massive thing in the world. So, like, they just didn't quite nail it, but it was still really funny in its own right. Guys... We're going to be counting down the top three and the honourable mentions from all of the Treehouse of Horrors and Treehouse of Horror 5. Straight after this, write us in your favourite moments, facebook.com slash the Yellow Family, or at Twitter, the Yellow Family is our handle. The Yellow Family here with Tom and Michael. Michael and Maddie, I guess. I want to mention. I guess. (laughs) Maddie, you are here. I am here. Still here, no walkout yet. We do, like, every week there's a threat of a walkout. You haven't even threatened. Oh, oh. Well, it can happen at any moment, any moment. I swear, guys, I've had enough. I wanted to bring something up with you guys. Get your opinion on it. I'm going to related to the show. <laughs> okay. I'm in my final year of uni next year. Oh, God. You've finished this year. You're a lost cause. <laughs> but next year, I do have a work placement, which means I'm going to have to do three interviews ah. to see who wants to take me as work placement. What if it's no one? That's another issue completely. <laughs> That's a different issue. Okay. But I've only had two interviews in the last, what, four years. Right. One I got the job for, one I didn't. And you didn't want either of the jobs. <laughs> One I'm happy with now. The thing about interviews is, occasionally, there's one question you get asked to prepare for, which is, look, tell us something that's not on your resume. Tell us something interesting about yourself. What's a wacky fact about you? (laughs) Exactly. That's irrelevant to all of this. So I've been trying to think of something, and I've got one option is, I can say that I do a Simpsons-themed radio show. Ooh. Do you think it is a good idea to tell a future employer that you do a Simpsons-themed radio show? Look, I've studied media. Uh, so yes, expert. for me. For you, definitely. Uh, in, in the, the field of urban planning, I would say shy away from it. Not but, a lot of you know, drop it in if, if you're desperate. I was going to say, like, it? Simpsons is like relatable enough that if you like mention it, someone will be like, you know, like fifteen year old interview would be like, oh, I like the Simpsons. That's kind of a weird thing because it is unique in a way. So, so what happened in the interview when you brought it up? Because well, I'm assuming I did, you did bring it up in one interview. I went for an interview about a year ago, and at, at it was, the bank, wasn't it? It was for a bank. Again, not related to urban planning. <laughs> but 
I brought it up. It was a group interview. So I had to, instead of telling them about our show and what we were doing, I had to tell somebody else who was going to then explain it to them. One of the worst things to happen, because group the other person can so easily throw you under the bus. Which they did. I explained <laughs> perfectly what our show was about. But what they explained to them, they said, oh, he's thinking of doing a... A Simpsons show on the radio. Oh, she wanted that job a lot more than you. She threw That's you under. That's the reason I didn't get the, the job. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't because nothing you've done in your life has anything to do with working at a bank. But... It wasn't because I forgot to wear a tie for the interview as well. <laughs> and you didn't want the job, so it all went, well, guys, we need to speed along. We're going to dive straight into um, so a that's little... that's a no to bringing up the... Don't bring it up. It's Maybe a little... in the future we want to, like, sabotage. If you want to, yeah, good. sabotage jobs. I really don't want a job. Guys, we're jumping into a little segment that we like to call, and brand new sweeper, by the way... Halloween Spooky Edition. Ooh, I'm scared. <laughs> Perfect example of just going over the top. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't needed. Maddie, that's, that was a special sweeper that I thought you might like. Yes, just I, evil laughs and creaking. I like the bit where you said you were scared. <laughs> Guys, we've got to dive straight into this. We're going to do the honourable mentions, and it's not going to be just from Treehouse of Horror 5. We're going to do a bunch from all of the Treehouse of Horrors. That, and there are a lot, so we couldn't get everything, but I hope you guys enjoy this. We'll dive straight into them now. Usually the blood gets off the second floor. Yeah, read my thoughts. You've got the shin. You mean shining. Shh. You want to get sued? Don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. Mom, is Dad going to kill us? We're just going to have to wait and see. They'd be much happier, his ghosts. You don't look so happy. Oh, I'm happy. I'm very happy. La, 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 la. See? Give me the bird, Marge. Give me the bird. Give me the bird. Give me the bird. Remember the advice your father gave you on your wedding day? If you ever travel back in time, don't step on anything! It's not so bad, Homer. They go into your nose and they let you keep the piece of brain they cut out. Marge, dear, would you kindly pass me a donut? Donut? What's a donut? Ah! What happened to us, Kodos? Quiet, you. You march right back to that school, look them straight in the eye and say, don't eat me. Okay. Well, thank you very much, mister. To pronounce it correctly, I would have to pull out your tongue, quoth the raven. Eat my shorts. Bart, stop it. He says never more, and that's all he'll ever say. Oh, are you my conscience? I, yes, I am. But it comes with a free frogut. That's good. The frogut is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. Mmm, forbidden donut. They're dogs, and they're playing poker! Super fun happy slide! No, Dad. You're under arrest for the murders of Mo Sislak and Apu Naza Pasa... Uh, just Mo, just Mo. Can't get enough of that sugar grid. Well, look at the wonders of the computer age now. Wonders, Lisa, or plunders? I think that was implied by what I said. Implied, Lisa, or implode? It's like it just disappeared into fat air. This forms a three-dimensional object known as a cube or a frinkahedron in honor of its discoverer. Hey, hey. It's a place I've never been before! <clears throat> The shower. Day you will die. What? <gasps> and you may get a compliment from an attractive co-worker. <gasps> Lenny? Very quickly, there, that went on for a bit long, but there are a lot. We are celebrating Halloween on the Yellow Family's Halloween Spooktacular. I'll quickly say my favourite out of them, which is the one that Mo believes that being happy is... La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm very happy. But standouts for you guys? Um, forget. Always forget. Yeah. Tom? <laughs> Chief William is just... You're under arrest for the murder of a Passa. Just mo. Guys, let's count down the top three from Treehouse of Horror 5 really quickly now. Number three. No TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! Alright, we'll kind of like just talk over them. Um... Very, very good good moment there, as we said already. <laughs> Shall we chug it along? Yep, number right. two. Number two. Number two. Oh 
Walmart. Did you remember to lock the front door of the house? Don't! Well, it's been two long trips, but we're finally almost there again. When you locked the front door, did you remember to lock the back door? Don't, don't! <gasps> oh, no! We left Grandpa back at the gas station. What about Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Just the blatant expression on Marge and Homer's faces. <laughs> they're not they're driving just like, back, right, are they? Yeah, just forget it. Guys, the number one moment from Treehouse of Horror 5. We ready for it? Let's play yeah. it. I love this one. <laughs> number one. Dad! Your hand is jammed in the toaster! Dad! Get it off! Get it off! Get it off! They could have just done it once. Yeah. But no. It just goes on and on and on. And I just, and then it's in there again. I don't know. It's it's absolutely great. Let us know your favorite any Treehouse of Horror movement uh, moment by writing us in at facebook.com slash the yellow family or on Twitter at the yellow family or any form of writing in of your choice. Feel free to write in in any way. Guys, we got to go to a song now. We'll be wrapping up shortly. And one special surprise that we want to chat about straight after this. Tom doesn't know about this, but um, we'll be right back after this. It's the Yellow Family's Halloween Spooktacular with Tom and Michael and special guest Maddie. The Yellow Family's Halloween Spooktacular with Tom and Michael, still joined by special guest Maddie. Had a write-in from family member Jacob here who says that his favourite Halloween segment on The Simpsons was Citizen Kang, which we have talked about, which is where um, Kang and Kodos um, run for Hijacked the election. The presidential yeah. election. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the twirling gag and very, very good so segment. Um, we did talk about that in season one when we talked about politics in The Simpsons, so go check that out. Tom, very, very quickly, little development this week. And I probably should have gotten your permission for this because <laughs> okay. it does involve a piece of your property. I didn't think I owned much property, which will be interesting. <laughs> um, okay. Look, basically, you you own a combi van. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. <laughs> I, look, um, for, those, for the listeners, I bought a combi van about three months ago off eBay, sight unseen, had it towed down from the Gold Coast. <laughs> it's just a little fact about Tom. Just, <laughs> not many people know. And it doesn't run, does it? Um, ha- wait, don't wait, don't get into that okay. yet. I'll, I'll, float, I'll float this idea past you. Sent an email today, or yesterday, just half for a laugh, half serious, to Lindsay, friend of the show. Lindsay, the show. Happy birthday to Lindsay, if she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay is basically the person at the radio station who makes our ideas happen. Yep. Like, we ask her, can her we around. do a Simpsons show? She says, yes, sure. <laughs> that, that kind of stuff, right? Sent an email to her today, um, and I said, hey, Lindsay, wondering if it's hypothetically possible to broadcast from a combi van... <laughs> for an episode of The Yellow Family. I'm thinking The Yellow Family's Yellow Combi Spectacular, but I'm open to ideas. I love the name. Thank you. Um, But there are a hundred things that you haven't thought about. Well, at first, I did get a reply from Lindsay, one of my best friends, and she said, Hey, Michael, I just asked Harry, the IT guy, and he definitely thought it was possible. He said, Whenever we've done OBs before, they've always been close to the radio station, so this would be a bit of a test case. You might be better off emailing him directly, because he'll know a lot more about the tech stuff than me, but keep me in the loop. He and I both agree this sounds like a fun idea, so it'd be great to see it happen. If the combi needs to be close to the studio... You've got a problem. Hang on, I did make I did make a segment sweeper for us to quickly discuss this. I want to play it now. Life is a highway. I want to broadcast our radio show from Tom's Combi that he bought off eBay at the end of the year. <laughs> Look, I don't want to hear excuses. I feel like we're far <laughs> in too deep, and I have e- emailed Harry, the IT guy. I have to mention a couple of things that might hinder this project. One is that it's currently at the mechanic 
getting brakes put on. Well, that's because fine. We're not doing it until the end important. of the year. That's easy. <laughs> brakes are important. So is our radio show. But continue <laughs> with the array of excuses that you're throwing on me. Currently not registered. Also not an issue. It is manual. <laughs> I don't know how to drive manual. This is more your oversights than my <laughs> oversights here. I like. I was expecting a... Fu- like, anyway, sorry. Continue, if there's any more. I, I'm sure there is. I just can't think of them right now. You're not going to be driving it whilst doing we're the not show, gonna, are you? Maddie coming that in with the big dangerous. points. Very Maddie <laughs> fact. Another Maddie fact. She's very clever. <laughs> it's dangerous to do radio shows do radio. whilst driving. Don't radio and drive, I'm guys. not sure, but I do believe there is another radio duo who has done something very similar to this in a caravan. <laughs> 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 probably. We'd probably get over them. Yeah, we'd pro- <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Look, all I know is... I've emailed the relevant people that can help us make this happen. And I'm thinking for our second last or last show, if we can get this to work, it'd be pretty cool. It might not I'm, work. I'm all for it. I love anything combi related. I'm all up for But it'll be interesting. So you're okay <laughs> with us using the combi? Definitely. It's, it's usable, not for driving, but for a radio show. It could work. Like, it, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> You haven't gotten much use out of the combi as a combi. No. So why not, not use it? So why not take advantage of this studio. and use it as a ra- as a portable radio <laughs> studio? Look, we're going to keep at this. I'm, I've emailed um, the IT guy at the radio station so he, to see if he can do it. We'll, we'll, we're going to be meeting up during the week to discuss this, and by next week we'll have another update, and hopefully it can happen. Um, so please, but we might broadcast from a combi, and I think it will be really awesome. Maddie, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Do you want to plug oh any God. of your work that you're doing? Um, yeah, just quickly. Um, if you like spooky things and The Simpsons and video games, uh, PAX is coming oh, up this weekend. And I'm on a radio show called Player One, which Michael had, might have mentioned previously. A very good show. Which is very good, um, which is covering PAX this weekend. So it's on 6 to 8 p.m. Friday, and we'll have a lot of cool content coming out of that. Interviews with um, game developers yep. and such. And, and I think that it, it, it is really good coverage. Tom, the 411, please, for next week's show, which won't be the combi show. But it will not. It will be a show. <laughs> All right, next week we'll be joined by Julia. She's a journo, a radio person. Uh, she'll be looking at I Love Lisa, which is the I Choo Choo Choose You episode, where Ralph falls in love with Lisa. It'll be our first look at Ralph as a character and our first Lisa-centric episode. Very so rare to have a Lisa-centric episode. <laughs> not very popular. Actually. Why should we tune in next week? So tune in if you're a fan of Lisa, Ralph, Valentine's Day, um, love, I guess. Yep, yep, and you know what? That is just about all we've got time for on the show tonight. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the yellow family. For anything you may have missed, the podcast will be up shortly. You can catch us on iTunes or any good podcasting app. I'm panicking because we're out of time. Search the yellow family. You can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at the yellow family. Pretty much anything. It's just the yellow family. If you enjoy the show, Tom, what should the listeners do? Leave a review on iTunes. How many stars? Five or four. And ne- you can leave three. We accept three. What don't we accept, twos Tom? Twos or ones. What do we call people who give us twos or ones? Not nice people. Exactly. Maddie, thank you so much again for being on the show. It's been the Yellow Family's Halloween Spooktacular with Tom and Michael. Have a fantastic Halloween. Don't get too scared. 